1: Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And I'm Carlin. And this is 51 First AIDS. <laughs> we get so
2: excited when Carlin's here. Thank you all for being here as well. If you're new here, we are a podcast about dating um, <laughs> with no tagline. I try every time and I'm never brilliant. <laughs> so happy You're holidays. always brilliant.
0: You're perfect. I love that. We're happy dating About dating.
1: <laughs> and guys, spoiler alert this is a spoiler, uh, this is background. This is the opposite of a spoiler. We've been just fucking chatting for like almost an hour because I am personally so starved for friendship and social connection that I was just like, let's talk about everything. Yeah. So if we are laughing or like a, if, if we're insanely goofy, it's because we've just been talking about, you know, squatty potties and <laughs> um, I don't know, college, college admissions, college admissions, real
2: <laughs> cool girls over here. But, you know, we are here with Holiday Dating Part 2. And we're going to try to keep this upbeat and fun because, you know, we're entering yet another phase of the pandemic. We're we're just not going to talk about that today. Or stay safe. That's all I have to say. Stay safe. Get boosted. But we're going to do a little bit of a last-minute gift guide. We're going to talk about some different dating trends that are being predicted in the data for next year. We love an article. We love dissecting an article. And then we're going to do some – fun one or two Reddit ships. So light, easy, fun. If you're stuck inside, we hope to bring some some good vibes to your ears. So thank you for listening and thank you for the sweet messages and reviews. I feel like we had some uh, really nice messages lately about the more vulnerable episodes, both the fighting episode and then the older body episode that we all did. And it just means the world because sometimes we're like, who listens to this anymore? And when you all Send us notes. It means a lot. So at 51 First Dates on Instagram, 51 First Dates pod at gmail.com. Send us your worst first date stories. Send us your questions. And with that, I'm done with business. That's it.
1: Business. Business. okay. Do we, do we want to do a quick consumption or not? Sure. Holiday consumption? Well, okay. I'm going to do mine because look, look at me fucking self serving and jumping right in here. Uh mine is so goddamn ridiculous. I got the booster and so I spent most of yesterday just kind of lying around. It was not horrible. I just felt like a little bit achy and tired. But I watched like a full season of this trash ass show called Ink Master. Have either of you ever <laughs> watched the tattoo show? No. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. It was one of those that. things where I was lying on the couch not feeling great. And Netflix gave it to me and I said, sure. You know, when you're just like, I'm not, I don't want to scroll and this is fine. This is content and I can doze and whatever. It is really fucking good. (laughs) Look, I am obsessed. I think the thing that I've realized is I kind of love any reality competition show. If it's a reality show and there are challenges and people get eliminated, I'm fucking obsessed with it. And it's like the personalities are insane You learn a little bit. I learned a little bit about tattoos, something I know nothing about. And, you know, there's like they're all visual artists. And a lot of them are like also kind of sensitive, you know, outcasts. And, man, I got really, really in it. And I was watching it. Jeff was like working and I was like kind of lounging around in bed and on the couch. And he got into it at some point. (laughs) He was like, oh, I'm going to bring my laptop over and watch this with you. So anyway... If you, too, will have reached the end of Netflix, watch, you know, Inc. Masters isn't the, isn't the worst thing on there. It's really been a long pandemic.
2: I mean, I do love, I think it's why I'm so obsessed with Below Deck. Like, I love a niche uh, career that I don't know a lot about as part of a reality show where I can kind of, like, dive in. So I'm interested. Totally. You got me.
1: What about you guys?
0: I did watch... And we talked about her when we were chatting there. Brooke Shields is in a new Christmas movie on Netflix where she is an author, a castle for Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where she is an author and she goes to this country for like a break. But mainly I want to point out, it's like I think these all of these like Netflix shows or Christmas movies, like all seem to have like the same Christmas market, like the set of it. Like, I think <laughs> they're just like, oh, we just need one set. For these 20 million movies that are going to film this year, and we're not going to make anything different about it. It's just one Christmas market. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. Like, how could I possibly imagine that in my mind? <laughs> so I just want to point that out. It has to be the same Christmas market.
2: Yeah, you can't have one of those kinds of movies without a Christmas market. With right. Like, you know, and there's always a the surprise arms. that
0: it's there. Oh, yeah. my gosh. A Christmas market in this snowy landscape? Why would this even be here? And now I kind of want to take an
2: edible
1: and watch that.
0: Oh, and there's a lot of Christmas <laughs> plaid in it. So I, you know, please do.
1: That sounds great. Yeah. There's a market like that in the town that my parents currently live in. It's not my hometown. But there's like a cute little like village of like stores and restaurants. It's like, you know, pedestrian only, but it's like very cute and like ye old New Englandy. And they have filmed like four or five Walmart <laughs> Christmas movies there. But they film them in the summer. So you'll drive past it some days, and you'll be like, oh, there's snow everywhere, and it's just <laughs> pink snow. It's great. I'm a big fan. Liza, next year, we're going to drive by and see you.
2: See you with the, the slate. Like, you're you The clapper, you're directing. come on. You're Take like five. And Brooke Shields,
1: go. OK. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up in someone's face, screaming, trying to get them to really be in the moment. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm so excited. Don't, Give me any content. I don't know if you I have help?
2: anything. I have, um, do either of you, have you ever watched Hot Ones, the hot wing eating show where the celebrities mm-hmm. go on? Mm-hmm. Tom Holland is really fucking cute. I'm I'm personally not overly sickened by him and Zendaya. I love them. I, I, yeah, I like, I'm not into Marvel and things the way others are, but I do like Spider-Man and like the fact that they're in love and they're in the movie just cutes me out. Anyway, he's so sweet in that hot ones it's like and it's fun and it's funny he just seems they both seem like so famous and still so human so anyway check that out it's fun i love that i love that show anyways hot ones is
1: a fun watch it's good it's good content yeah Yeah. i love when they get like fancy lady celebrities on like didn't beyonce do one
2: if she did, is I haven't she? seen it. Oh, my God. Oh, up, I might be totally that.
1: making that. Dua Lipa
2: um, was, she did one. I know, not the same level as Beyonce, but I, I feel like she was really oh good at it from my memory.
1: Do you know what I'm thinking about? <laughs> oh, my God. This is fucking ridiculous. Maya Rudolph, as Beyonce, did an <laughs> SNL sketch of <laughs>
2: Unbelievable, you
1: guys! (laughs) Like, what is my brain? That's funny, (laughs) but it's a very funny sketch, and clearly, I made made an impression. I'm going to watch that now too. So, thank you. More content, content. Um, okay. Should we do these? These? Okay. So, so as Kimmy said, we're going to do a gift guide. We're going to do a um, a kind of like breakdown of of some potential trends for 2022 dating. I think in that breakdown, we're going to be talking a lot about Carlin's dating life. So maybe we kind of combine our Carlin dating check-in with that conversation. Yes. Does that sound good? And then we can do our rapid-fire pep talks first. And then we'll go into our gift guide. And then we'll do our big meaty deconstruction of 2022 dating trends.
2: Love it.
1: Perfection. Okay. It's a plan.
2: All right. Right. We're really going to do these rapid-fire because we have so much to cover today. Okay. I've had a lot of first dates, but not second ones. How do I stop from spiraling? Take a break. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Also remember, totally. everybody
2: can't like you. Like, you don't like everyone. And it's just a weird pattern. But I, if we were to do a statistical analysis, it would have to do with a weird pattern, not with you
1: or your personality or how awesome yeah. you are. Yeah. And also, it happens to everyone. Literally, yeah, like, correct. I've heard this from everyone I know who's dating actively. They're like, I'm on this run, man, of whatever, of like yep. lots of first dates and like no interest in second dates, either on my end or from them or whatever. And like, it's just just like basketball players go on these runs where it's like the best players just miss 10, 15, 20 shots in a row. And you're like, what? It just just happens. And It's just like, you know, you get in your head, whatever. Take a break. Chill. Come back to it in twenty twenty two with your new year energy. Yes. I love a sports
2: metaphor from you, Liza. It's yeah,
1: really, very impressive. Oh, yes, beautiful. basketball yeah. is the only sport I know anything about, <laughs> and I don't even know that much about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Crush on my friend. To tell or not to tell.
0: Tell. Ooh.
1: Tell. Well, I like
0: there are a lot of things around it, but I would probably tell.
1: Yeah, if we're rapid
2: fire, like tell, yeah. or it's going to eat your insides yeah. away, and it's yeah. going to suck, and you might not get the answer you wanted, but. Uh, how close that friend is is probably something to think about and what your friend's circle is like. Like, is it a friend you would see a lot after? I don't know. Right. I think tell. And what's your
0: friend's status? Like, so there are some things to consider, but it's like, what's going to grant you peace?
1: Very, very That yeah. I had a crush on, like, si- I had major crushes on, like, six different friends throughout my life, like, close friends, and I never told and it wasted so much time and energy. And I'm not friends with those people anymore. Not because uh, yeah. something horrible happened, but just because like I pulled myself away from them or whatever. And it's just you will save yourself time, energy. And if you're trying to save the friendship, a lot of times the friendship doesn't make it anyway. Yeah. Those feelings Very that you true. don't express.
2: That's a good point. It reminds me of kind of like when you're just like, I have an had the what are we thing. Just rip the bandaid. aid. Rip it. Mm, rip it. it it's then you'll know life is short but life is pain but life is joy everything's fine
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) um the thought of more lockdowns. sorry i said we wouldn't talk about this and going back to facetime dates is depressing ideas for dating in this next wave i love
0: facetime dates i think they should all i think that should be the first step check the vibe on the facetime and then go out and in the world and spend your money when you feel like more comfortable about it but i know not everybody feels that way
2: it's a great point
0: Which is the money part I like. Yeah, exactly.
2: I just, yeah, I don't have any specific ideas, but I mean, if this keeps going the way it does, we'll have to come up with fun things. I think games are always fun. Like there are all these card games now. Esther Perel has one, like Serena Kerrigan, who we had on has like the dating card packs. I don't know, play a fun game where you're asking each other questions. Like
0: do like a rapid fire. If you're like, there are a bunch of like these card games that ask questions. Like I would love that if it was like quick, like, automatic but like nothing too racy or anything whatever but just to like get you out of your head and like comfortable and then like if you don't have fun then it's like hmm, don't have to do it so, again. so what yeah totally yeah
1: and also you can take a break yes
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I, uh, yes take, especially take care over of yourself. The holidays. Take yourself
1: yeah like obviously we're really close to the holiday i've been denying it we'll get to this in my gift guide but i just started shopping yesterday um but it's fine to be like Let's do this in 2022. Like, let's see how this um, rise in cases pans out. Let's see how things are doing. Let me give it a month. Get through the holidays. Chill. Have a great solo New Year's in, which is all I ever want to do on New Year's anyway. And like, I know there'll be moments of it being depressing. Listen to our last episode, Re-loneliness and Holidays. But, you know, you you can certainly... Get through the loneliness by just remembering that, like, you don't have to be out doing shit you don't want to do. And that's also a gift, even though it's can be very hard to be lonely. Yeah. Well okay. said. Lizzie. Okay. Keep drunk messaging a guy I only dated for six weeks. Oh, sorry. I did this with the wrong intonation. I keep <laughs> d- drunk messaging a guy I only dated for six <laughs> weeks. He replies, it's fun, but it's over. Do I need to stop?
2: Probably. Yeah? I mean... Are you really having – is it actually fun? That's what I would ask myself because I've said these exact words and it's fun to get a reply and it is a dopamine hit to the brain and it's like I feel less
1: lonely but like is it fun if you're not going to ever hook up again? Probably not. And is it fun for him? Are you both having fun? Mm. I would say if you're both having fun and it's flirty and you don't feel that he is holding on to feelings – that you are not holding on to, or if it wasn't like a thing where you ended it and he was upset. Like, I think you want to make sure you're not being a fuck boy or fuck girl in this situation Mm -hmm. and, and toying with their emotions. And if you genuinely think it's fun and flirty for both people, it's okay. I don't think it's like, you know, going to be, could it, could it be something that bums out one or both of you down the line? Like probably, but if, for now, it is you genuinely, without any asterisks, feel that it's fun for both of you. Then you can have some fun through the holidays. That's
2: so thoughtful, Liza. I just assumed mm-hmm. it was like she. I'm assuming she. I'm assuming, assuming a lot of things. And I'm assuming, you know, there was like more like he or she is getting their rocks off by replying. But
1: oh, sorry, mm. sorry.
2: Rocks off. Am I my nana? Um, <laughs> but anyway, I like it. Very thoughtful, Liza. Let's all be thoughtful. Uh the right way to think about it okay shall we do our last minute gift guide because boy oh boy do i need help she said on saturday december 18th
1: (laughs) yes please same we all in part of our long conversation before we got onto onto before we actually hit record we were all like oh fuck christmas shopping haven't one. done it have, per- have been pretending it's not the holidays again we talked about this last week's episode I have decided to not get in the holiday spirit and to own it and it's great I love everything about it except how much I've procrastinated shopping yeah,
2: and this year, we're in years past, we have, <laughs> Christmas has passed, we have <laughs> gone person by person in your life, like especially with people you're dating. If they're new, should you get them something? So those episodes exist, <laughs> not to be a bitch about it. But this year, we're going to just focus on last-minute gifts that are simply available to you or I right now, and then we'll talk about who those could be for. So,
0: okay. all right. How do you feel get, Carlin, about, like, get, like, so if you have to, to get something for my – mom but i can't think of anything but if i get her something it's like for the dog but it's for her to enjoy like is that weird i'm thinking about like that furbo thing the thing that like spits out treats at your dog but then you can I think you can watch your dog on your phone or something yes I know exactly what you're talking about but like is that it's like it's for I mean it's a step up from getting like a sweater for the dog or I've gotten him a hoodie before but that little bitch never wears anything that I would give him so he's not getting (laughs) any more clothes from me (laughs) but then this is something that can like engage with each other together kind of is that okay
1: oh yeah also okay Truly, one of uh, the, a gift I got for my sister, who is also a very like dog person. One of the gifts I've gotten her in recent years that has been the biggest hit was a dog DNA test, which like could is I don't know if your if your fam knows your dog's ancestry, but <laughs> it was my sister thought she knew. It was kind of a joke. I mean, it's not. It's like a hundred bucks. It's like not cheap, but it's <laughs> not a joke. it's my sister thought she knew. We've always been like, this dog is not what you think it is. Like, it's got something else mixed in. Like, go, whatever. It'll be fun. So I got it for her, and it was kind of a joke because I'm always teasing her that it's, like, not the type of dog she thinks it is. And it wasn't. But, you know, it was fun. And she literally was like, I'm doing this tomorrow. Like, it was a fun thing. That's so that cute. was a gift for dog, but also for human. Well, really for human because the dog does not care <laughs> what its ancestry, what its
0: lineage is. Just want to point out that, that the dog that she's referencing uh, has the juiciest little dog booty i've ever seen oh my yeah, gosh yeah she, oh. she's a
2: thick she's a thick girl yeah love it. Love a juicy booty <laughs> uh in all animal forms wow me. uh i love it i'm pulling i'm being rude i'm on my phone i'm pulling up an instagram that i'm going to reference with good gift
0: ideas but yeah we're shopping right. live people anything yeah. i'm like writing I'm putting everything in my phone to look at yes, later my phone is up in front of me seven days also right.
1: like this is something I was suggesting to Carlin before we before we started recording like tickets. I I mean the thing is like it can get expensive, but I I always feel a little bit like not into gift cards in general cuz I'm like, "Oh, it's whatever. It clearly shows I'm tapping out or something." <laughs> even though honestly that's generally like what I want, I, I asked my mom for a gift card to get Botox, and she was like, "I am certainly not doing that." And that's like, all okay, I want for Christmas. Well, that's all, all I, want. I want for Christmas. So whatever. And uh, she was not interested. So, but I, I think that tickets are a good in between where you're like, "Look, I'm giving you an experience. I'm t- showing you that I thought about something for you: a concert you would like, a play you would like, a whatever, an event you would like." Like, I think tickets are a great last minute gift.
2: I also kind of relatedly I do like tickets I feel like that you can be really thoughtful and personal um kind of lower level tickets again tricky with events but we don't know anything yet so let's just pretend things get better sooner than later concerts go on like uh, a concert that's less expensive but that you could or a comedy show or like a one-woman show like you know Jacqueline Novak's show getting tickets for a friend or someone you're dating like and it's not maybe as you're not you haven't been dating for years where you'd spend more money on each other I feel like that can be a really nice way to be personal and like definitely don't give it to the person you just went on two dates with because tickets are such a bad idea if they're too early but um I don't know I feel like that's a fun one for a lot of different groups of people and related I am I do not think that he listens to this podcast and TBD how things go with COVID but I am Going to be staying at a hotel with my dad over uh, the holiday. And so I am surprising him with a massage at that hotel spa. Mm-hmm. So kind of a live one. I feel like the gift card for the massage. I know it's not. It doesn't feel as personal. But if it's someone who loves massages, I mean, it's just an expensive thing to get for yourself. So.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, a, it's such a good gift for someone who's not great at treating themselves, which I feel like a lot of our parents' generation mm-hmm. think it is, like, frivolous to treat oneself. And, you know, sometimes you got to be like, no, you work hard, and I love you. Here's I don't think my spot.
2: dad's – I think he's had, like, one massage in his life, if that. So I'm kind of like, I'm forcing you now. Because one Christmas, he surprised my brother and I with massages, so. Oh, that's sweet. And not himself. Like, yeah. I think that's – Yeah. The I'm talking myself like into it. To, <laughs> yes, he'll love it. I think he'll love it. Okay. What else, guys? What else should we get? Okay. Last – oh, else? Oh, here's
1: poopy poopy, poopy gifts. Really yeah, quick.
0: Poopy <laughs> gifts, right, yes.
2: I don't know how so, last-minute avail it is, but the tushy, I'm just going to throw it out there. Eliza spoke of it once on this podcast. I now have one in my home, and it feels like a fun gift, but you have to be on that level with someone. So just throwing that
1: out there. And, uh, and a squatty potty. I am getting a lot of people in my family squatty potties. Again, I don't think they're going to know because I don't think they listen to this podcast. But basically, like – I think it's life changing. Okay, this is something that someone I was talking to somebody about gift shopping and they were like, what was the last thing you bought that changed your life? And I thought that was a great thing of like, what do you own? Because I've done this before when I buy myself something like I have this like fifty dollar shoulder massage thing. And it's like this thing that sits over your shoulders and it's got straps that you hook your arm into and then you can put weight on your own shoulders. And it's like fifty bucks. And it's so nice and it feels so good and you can get it into all your shoulders and whatever. And I bought that for everyone in my family a couple Christmases ago. It went over well. This year everyone's getting a squatty potty because it was like the last thing I bought that changed my life. And they're not super expensive. And... Certainly you have to have a specific relationship with your family, but I am leaning into my, like, I am the kooky aunt who talks about pooping vibe.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't have a family that talks about pooping. This is not, like, an open thing. I'm the person in my family who talks about it. So everyone's going to open it and be like, oh, my God, Liza. Like, really? And I'm going to be like, just try it.
2: I love it. Utility. I'm, like, fine with a utility gift, you know? I think some people can be like, mm, like, you know around those but honestly so many things that i don't know that i like i actually have now like a, an electric water boiling kettle what are those mm. that's so useful but it wouldn't be like the sexiest or most personal gift to someone but i i promise you'd use it more than the more thoughtful thing i got you i don't know
1: totally it's tricky what is the last thing you guys bought for yourself that changed your life or or that you love
2: oh whoa i got myself uh, it's like
0: only clothing wow Carly, do give have an answer for this i bought nice sheets i'm on a sheets, a bed sheets Ooh. journey right mm. now and discovering um them and i do feel and i did get all white which was like new for me and I'm sure, how do you keep oxyclean white i have not had an issue and like and I'm sure it's I think I'm just telling Lies it is. I'm sure it's like in my head, but I feel like I'm having like a great Nancy Myers experience when I get into bed like with my appropriate thread count white sheets. And I love then, that. I'm having a and good time. Related,
2: I have not recently bought these for myself, but I did at one time. We all spoke about this pre-POD. Um related to that, PJs, like a nice PJ set. Cute shorts, whether it's Lunia. We were all talking about how aspirational those are. Those are expensive. Yes, but even like awesome. go to like lot Like a lingerie store will have some on sale. I bought an on-sale set or like Eberjay. That brand is great. If you can find them on sale too. I mean it's a gift. So this is a good gift for yourself. Treat yourself to a matching set of pajamas and yes. they will change your life. She says wearing like promotional sweatpants (laughs) that have Stella Artois on the back of them wearing a
1: dirty space camp t-shirt from when I was
0: 12 dirty look at the armpits (laughs) my favorite t-shirt
1: I can't get rid of it I will Um,
0: second the matching PJs thing now I think that has changed my life
2: in the past Yeah, a robe can be a
0: gift I don't know if I'm a robe person (laughs) this is probably a separate Mm. conversation but like I just I just don't want to I yeah yeah I think my mom likes robes so maybe I should get a robe she has a robe oh god I don't know
1: but sometimes (sighs) like okay I have a robe that's falling to pieces and I haven't bought myself a new one because I'm like I don't know so I asked for a robe this Christmas because I was like look I want a kind of nice robe I will certainly never buy it for myself but I'm sure someone in my family will spend like 70 bucks on a robe for me and be happy to buy me something I want rather than me, like, going out and buying another $20 robe from TJ Maxx that's going to continue, like, a terry cloth robe that just every couple of years literally falls to pieces. So, you know, I think that that's a good thing. What do you guys think about just asking people what they want for Christmas? Usually this doesn't
0: pan out for me, although sometimes it does. I'm all so, for it. I th- I think that is the way to be. I th- It doesn't pan out because they'll be like, oh, nothing or you get them the thing and like they didn't really want it or something. Like if somebody asks me and I'll send my things things to my parents and it's a list like things that Carlin would enjoy. And it's a very it's a different level. Like it's not like, you know, big prices or anything like small things. Like I want like huge coffee mugs, but I only want four of them. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. Um, <laughs> just like a list of just crazy things. Feel free to purchase if you would like, but also you don't have to. And God damn it, I've never gotten anything from that list. So it's just, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just, that is like, the
1: dream. I want everyone in my family to put one of those on the internet. So I, I wish just like, Great. they
0: would do that.
1: Totally. I would love to do that and- for them. Like a
2: registry for the holidays. Right, like, right. There should, that should be more normalized. It would be so helpful. Oh, it doesn't mean I'm going to get you everything on your registry. And please don't put things that like don't make any sense because i will judge you on your registry wish list but i right. if i'm gonna have to play santa i want a list sent to me thank you yeah totally
1: also i did that i did this year with my parents i sent my mom a list of like 15 things that i want from christmas that range from literally like 300 dollars to like four dollars and <laughs> she will certainly not get me everything on that list but like she probably wants to get me one big thing and a couple small things so she can pick What she wants to get me. And a couple of them are a little bit more expensive. And a lot of them are just like, I need this. You know, whatever. Stupid fucking thing. All right. So to to kind of like... Sorry, oh, Liza. Sorry. Can Go I ahead. just add
2: one more a strategy that I approached with...
1: Please. J13, I 13,
2: who does not... Who's a very good gift giver, does not like to, like, state exactly what he wants, though, because he, like... Like, he's good at thinking of gifts, so he thinks other people are. I started mm. asking him, what don't you want for Christmas? And he was, like, also. not, like, a kitchen tool. And I was, like, okay. Like, Great. last year, I think I got him a coffee maker, so... <laughs> Whoops, um, that was maybe his birthday, and he knew exact. Like I got him the exact one he wanted because it was on sale. So we were like, I'm, "I'm like, I'm gonna buy this and then wrap it for you." Cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I think asking someone what they don't want can be very helpful if they're being a stubborn little brat about telling you that's what they want. Genius. Genius. That's
0: good too. So, yeah, sorry, that's okay. really, really sorry smart. to cut you off.
1: So I'm gonna do one more pitch for last minute gifts outside of tickets. I think that like subscriptions often mm. are good. I think like I I am super fucking analog, but I enjoy receiving and also giving magazine subscriptions. I think like a monthly <laughs> magazine that comes in the mail is like really delightful, and I love my, you know, I love my New Yorker subscription, so I like put that on my list this year. I was like renew my New Yorker subscription. I love it. And it, you know, I yeah. like getting a paper magazine. I got um my future sister-in-law a subscription to New York Magazine. A couple of years ago and she was like oh my god I love this like it's just like it's like a nice thing to have everyone likes getting mail I think it's kind of nice to get something physical you can get it two minutes before you open presents tickets subscriptions I also think like there's a huge this is a really cool thing that's come out of COVID that I'm kind of leaning into there's this huge world of online classes mm. um like there's crafting classes and cooking classes and baking classes and cocktail mixing classes and we're all, especially with this potential, like, new wave of COVID that's happening, we're all continue to be, like, a little stuck inside. My My sister got Jeff a baking class because Jeff really likes to bake but is just, like, not proactive about it, I would say. So she got him a baking class for Christmas last year, and he still talks about it all the time. And it's like, we should make that thing again that we made. It's like It's just, like, you know, it's, so it's fun. It can be an activity you do with your like parent while you're home like I think that's you know a lot of times my mom always we've kind of started teasing her about it but it's always like I just want time together for Christmas and I'm like yeah but I actually have to buy you shit because you're gonna buy me stuff and like Carlin was saying you're gonna be like sad if I don't buy you something so I have to buy you something so you can buy one of these things or tickets to a concert or whatever as like a way of saying like not just hey I thought that you would enjoy this but also it's something we can enjoy together which I think is really meaningful for a lot of like especially our parents
2: Yeah, no, I got a variety like a a trade magazine for entertainment subscription last year as part of my gift from Tony, and they're so like big and beautiful. I can't keep up with them, so I was like, we'll cancel it this year. But it was so fun. It's like fun to read, and it was thoughtful because it was like my first big girl job in entertainment, and I got it was sweet. So that's a very good reminder that paper is fun, analog.
1: Yeah, great. (laughs) I'm so fucking analog. People definitely are like grandma. Stop, but. I still, like, I don't like any e-readers. Grandma doesn't like it. Grandma likes to hold the thing.
2: <laughs> um, can I pitch a, a bougie one if you got a big ticket thing? Yes. It might not appeal to everyone, but I do feel like this category, because one year I got, when my brother was making, my younger brother was making much more money than I was, he got me very nice sunglasses, some things I would never buy. A lot of people won't buy them for themselves because they're like, I'll lose them. But if they're gifted to you, one, they just, like, yes, you have to kind of see how they fit on a face, but also you can re- – turn them and it like a nice pair it comes in the sweet box you could also travel with that box I may or may not have done a purchase like this this year for someone but I don't know I just I think if that's something like that's something you most people don't buy for themselves because they're so expensive and they're so easy to lose so
0: kind of but also sun protection so important so like yeah
2: I also how do you guys feel about like I would love to get and for my birthday I got really fancy face care uh, face um, serums but I know it's tricky because everyone's skin is different and like mm-hmm. Sephora gift card I would lose my mind I'd be so happy but I do like the la- Liza to your point the last thing I bought that I for myself that I use all the time is Carlin that um, orange Cream tub you have. I recently oh gosh, bought that myself I it myself, and I absolutely it love moisturizer. it. Moisturizer. If it's yeah, it's so great. It makes me. It's got vitamin C. Like I just, it's it's, it's a lovely part of my morning. Yeah. It's great. So, but I I understand also that it's like got to be the right. Like it's got to be something that can't be bad for a certain skin type, which is tricky, I guess. So
1: yeah, you know what yeah. I got last year in this vein that I really enjoyed and appreciated was Sephora. Like makes makes these every year. I think I got like a big sampler from Sephora of skincare. It almost was like a beauty box or like a birch box or like whatever, but yeah. it was like 10 small things. This is from like a friend of my mom's who always just gets me these like really really nice gifts that I like love and appreciate. Um and it was like 10 really nice high-end like, I have one of them right here. It was, like, this was, like, a – it's literally in front of me. It's, like, a yeah. oh, drug oh, elephant, yeah. protein, so whatever. Yeah. And it's been a year, and I've only used – I still have, like, half of it left. Yeah. And there's a lot of them, and I got to test out a lot of stuff and see cool. what my skin liked. And it was just kind of, like, fun. And there were a couple that I didn't love, and I, like, gave to my, you know, gave to, like, friends. i be like, do you want this? It, like, made, you know, whatever. It didn't work for me, or I'm a legit shooter, or whatever. But it just is, like – it was kind of fun. So if you're like thinking in the skincare vein, like I think stuff like that, that is very clearly like a gift only. It's not something you would buy yourself. Things that you wouldn't buy yourself, I think are like a fun realm to be in.
0: That's so funny because I did buy that thing for myself when I was like on a skincare journey because I was like, I don't know what to choose. But in a similar vein, it was like you try it out, you figure it. So but since then I've like oh I should do that again like because they have it like for fragrance or all these other different things but and like haven't done it because then you just have like all this product and then you find one you just need that uh but totally agree I think that is like a great thing and I feel like easily if you get like the selection then it's not so much like you know I'm getting this one thing that might not work out it's like you can try the whole try the whole store.
2: Last year my brother's girlfriend got me the Labo, like five samples of baby perfume. But you can like go and mix them. They even put my name on the case it comes in and stuff. It's like um very fun because they're scents that mix together too. And I'm I literally still have some left. They're still they're they're like you would think they're the free samples yeah. size. But they it's I uh, any I also oh god, I've definitely said this in past years. It's so lame. But I am still pro like nice soaps that like a stop or little things you never ever buy for yourself or nice candles. I know everyone thinks candles are lame, but when someone gives me a nice candle, because I'll never spend that money on a candle for my own home. Yes. I love it. And, like, yes. they can look so pretty, like the deep-teak ones. You can save and put your makeup brushes in. So <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> a boring gift giver in that way.
1: One of my cousins last Christmas got me a really huge, beautiful candle from Anthropology and a really, oh, really nice, right. beautiful scarf from Anthropology. And it was, like, my favorite thing I got that year. Because I was like, these are two things that I love and I will obsessively use every day for the rest of the winter and I would never buy myself. Yeah, You know, yeah. it's like... Stuff like that sometimes is just like, yeah, this is a great gift. I'm really excited to fucking use this. <laughs> I just got kind of excited to potentially go to a mall in Los Angeles,
2: double masked probably because Lord mm. knows, and go do some shopping. Yeah. It's kind, it's kind of – last minute shopping can be fun. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's also something – okay, this is – this is we can, we can wrap this section up, but this is my pitch for last minute shopping is like, there is something to be said. I will always – Be in the corner of procrastination sometimes helps you be more creative. Like I am going to I made a list of like four or five stores that are in the same kind of it, like the New York equivalent of a mall, there are these little neighborhoods where like a bunch of stores are concentrated. <laughs> the and cooler I version. Like, okay. I, I love a mall. I'm sorry. I, but. <laughs> dude. I especially in the winter, I wish I go to a fucking mall because you you know it would be great. And they're like but, outdoor here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting excited. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And there's Christmas music playing, and there's decorations, and you just are like, I gotta hit this fucking bricks and find something for everyone I haven't gotten something for. <laughs> and you do it and sometimes it means you think of things you wouldn't thought think of you are I don't know there's something that to me feels holiday spirity about it and you're thinking about the people in your, life, in your life that you love and things that would make them feel like loved and appreciated and like I think that's I think that's cool yes Kat alright we did it I love it we did, we did it. it we'll take a we quick ad break, break. Yeah. <laughs> quick ad break and then we'll be back with 2022 dating trends
2: All right, we're back. And I know we said we were done with our gift guide, but two two more things and a recommendation. Go to jg underscore gift guide on Instagram. The cutest Instagram with gift guides. Like they're fun and they save their gift guides in the highlights um, on the top. And I saw a tweet this year that went viral that was like every men's gift guide ever is, it was way funny. I don't remember the wording, but it was like just, it's like an insane thing. Every time you Google like what to get any, any man of any age, I feel like it's like, he wants these weird whiskey decanters and, like, leather and, you know, cologne. Yeah. And then
1: you're like, well, uh, but no. And, like, beard oil. <laughs> yeah, like, beard oil. Like- <laughs> He's got all the beard oil. Uh, at-home <laughs> brewing
2: <laughs> kit. Like, yeah. you're <laughs> like,
1: uh, are we
2: sure?
0: But anyway, is this, this guy yeah. is a
2: little, this guy gets, like, I mean, I, I just think, you know, when we, again, being very, very heteronormative here, I think men can Gifts are weird. But um I really like that Instagram account, so go check it out for some inspo. And then Liza had Very- a really good idea that we have to share too.
1: Oh well I was talking we were talking about again, we cannot stop chatting when we're off the air as well. <laughs> uh, we do actually try to keep this site <laughs> it's like a whatever. 30 minute ad break. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we um I got uh my darling cousin and former friend of former like very briefly date her on the pod, and then she met her now husband after like three <laughs> days. dates. Katie, work. who you, you long time listeners will remember, um, I was the co maid of honor in her wedding, and I actually mentioned this podcast in my toast. Did I tell you this story, Kimmy? Oh <laughs> no. my god, it, I, it was it was very very funny. Maybe I'll save that like as a cherry at the end of this episode. Um, yeah, but she got me a be- like a really nice makeup bag from Paravel. With that's monogrammed. I'm holding it up, even though you guys have both seen it in person, and I just showed it to you on Zoom two seconds ago, but it's next to my computer right now. And she filled it with like really nice, high quality um, skincare items. And it's just such a thoughtful gift. And again, I feel like something like that a nice makeup bag with a monogram is never something I would think to buy myself, it would always be like something that I would spend. I would spend money on other stuff first because it's like a luxury but I yeah. love it it's beautiful and it's like nice and it makes me feel like a goddamn woman and it's great so and it's, the, just the skincare inside good, is so fucking adorable like yeah. Katie yeah, good, oh my gosh yeah, that's so Katie good. Katie's Bless an you. unbelievably thoughtful gift giver and she gives gifts constantly and she is has such her Katie and my sister are both unfucking believable gift givers and I'm such a trash <laughs> gift I'm always like ah. So um but it's a, I think it's a great idea and I was saying to these guys if you have a Madewell near you, you can buy items there and have them monogrammed um on site in the store. So like that is actually like a last minute ish hack if you want to get someone something a little personalized. And then I'm just going to shout
2: out one weird ass gift that I got. So I am going to be with um my uh, Day 13's family and my dad at the holidays, and there was there was chatter around Thanksgiving about karaoke, and I bought a karaoke machine oh, on, it. It was on like a cheap cute. one, and an extra mic. So like, I- I'm not saying this is a great gift, and I think I it-, it came today, and they've all already seen it. It wasn't I was like gonna maybe wrap it, but probably best not to. But it has like light up stuff. It was seventy bucks, I think, and like everyone will use it, and I don't know, kind of more fun it's than just fun. a nice bottle of champagne. I Thank honestly, you. I feel like. Totally. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's also, good. Kelly and Edmund just bought a karaoke machine just to have. Two of my best friends are a couple. And they were like, we just want to have it at our apartment. Like, there's so much good karaoke content on YouTube. Now, whenever people come over, we'll just, like, get drunk and do karaoke. That's <laughs> so Great. When I'm in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then just like one more plug for monogramming is, as you were talking about and over the break, I said, like, I get me my name on anything. Like, even if it's just a card, I'm like, oh, my God, I love it. I'm going to keep it forever. But there was this one like golden year that I don't know if my brother came up with this or my mom influenced him, but I was in high school and for my car, which was his car he got me floor mats in the front of the car with my name embroidered on them in like this cursive font. And oh. so and they were amazing. And every time anybody got in my car, I was like, is that your name monogrammed on your on your mats? And I was like, yes, it is. And it was like the saddest day when we like sold that car. I was like, can I keep the mats? Like it was, it didn't even occur to me that somebody could do that. But like, loved it. Never would have bought it for myself. Never would have even thought of it, but like mm-hmm. I still yeah. think about that day and how I was like this is the best gift I've ever received.
1: Also, and I'm sure Carlin, that you have the same feeling as someone who whose name was not, not, a, on it, not on keychains. On keychains, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, when my name is on something, I freak out because it's I like I this. just whenever yeah. we were in a gas station and there in on a road trip or whatever and there was keychain yep. I could never get one yep. and obviously there weren't Kimmy's but maybe Kimberly but I don't know if you it was also never the 90s I
2: feel like there were Kimmy's but was it IE was it why I sometimes slipped back and forth when I was right. young so and I was Ooh. yeah I was like I would buy a Kim or yeah. a Kimberly yeah I even remember
0: I had a yeah. Barbie computer game where you could like put in your name, and they had something close to Carlin, and I remember pressing it over and over again because like, oh my gosh, this game says my name! I don't have to do like Carol or Carolyn. It's like yes. Carlin. Like it was, it was great. It's yes, it if you have people that don't have like common names put their name. We on we love that we love shit. It. We
1: fucking love it. And if you ever see a keychain or something that says Liza. Buy it, buy it, and just <laughs> buy it. message me. I'll Venmo you. I'll pay for shipping. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, but it it truly does for anyone with even a slightly non-traditional name make us freak out. It's, a, it's yeah. a very funny. Carlin,
2: your name, the smartest person on Housewives of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City right now, has your name. She is the daughter of one of the housewives, and her name is Carlin, and she's like a brilliant mini scientist. So, oh my god, just, really? Just shouting that out. Her name's Carlin. Yeah, and she's like, wait, who's so smart? Um, Jenny, the new the new housewife.
1: I haven't watched the new season. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! She's gosh. just like this super smart little girl who
2: like so taste tests food before they have events, and yeah, like she's adorable. So look her up. Shout out to Carlin. Hopefully, she's not on social media yet, but she's yeah, always doing, she's doing science. Totally experience.
0: Watch,
2: just so I can yeah. hear name on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, okay
1: also, all right guys oh sorry go ahead sorry i was just
2: thinking liza this is in real time you're you're seeing how the sausage is made this may be our last like fresh new episode for 2021 because we need a break too it's been a year so I, i'm just thinking it's okay that it's a little long and fun and i just wanted to give people a heads up and that's where we're going to talk about 2022 dating right that's now right. and then the, we'll be back in the new year
0: the or, end of the yeah, year of all new dicks sure. and don't you guys forget it <laughs> <laughs> we haven't yes. said it in the longest but remember set that rule for yourself all new dicks all new i think we can
1: apply it to 2022 all the 2021 dicks retire them yeah Next. retire yeah. them
0: their date is coming all up. new dicks
1: 22 <laughs> okay so this article is uh we're going to link it in the show notes as we always do but it's um on the okcupid blog and it's called 2022 will be the year of exploration in dating and this is okcupid data talking, uh, basically trends that are shown through data that OkCupid has gathered. So, yeah, that's the kind of general thing. There's 10 points. We're gonna, we're gonna, um, read, like, the high-level headlines of them and just kind of hop in with, like, whether we agree or disagree. And I would like to pepper in, to sprinkle in, like, the nutmeg on top of the eggnog or something. I don't actually like eggnog. Um, that i feel like carlin you should i kimmy and i will be like agree disagree i feel like you should be like manifest or 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 um retire (laughs) you know like for your for your dating in 2022 let us know if it's something you want to see more of or you want us or you're like good Mm -hmm. on you know what i mean for myself
0: or for the world
2: for yourself for yourself
0: yeah, and your we dating want to know journey. the juicy deets. We Happy want to, it. yeah. Best Thank for you. The world as well. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Let's and do feel it. free it to add
2: check-ins about you know. I know it's it's a it's a weird time for dating, but just like any personal touches you want to share with us. Like I'm being nosy throughout because we didn't do a Carlin dating check-in at the top. That's that true. Just, just peer pressuring you. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Let's do it. Love data and dating. Mm.
1: Okay. Number one. Daters will explore their sexuality more than ever. Since the end of last year, we've seen a nearly 10% increase in users identifying as pansexual. There's also been a 250 increase in users identifying as bisexual compared to last year. 29% increase in users identifying as non-binary. Exploring their sexuality in terms of what you are interested in. Yeah.
0: So I feel like I'm pretty secure in what I'm interested in. And then I do have a... a, a an expansion on this answer, but I think it goes into the second point. So I will leave it at that.
1: Great. I think, I mean, obviously I'm pro this. I think it's great. And I think that like the increase in people being able, like, you know, I feel like if, if I were dating now, I would be way more like, yeah, I'll kind of date whoever, you know, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's, it's, it's just becoming more and more normal to, say, like, I'm open to dating many different genders of people and many different sexualities of people. And I think that's fucking awesome. Big yeah, agree for me.
2: I agree. When I saw the headline, will explore their sexuality more than ever, I was first thinking, like, just be more sexual, which I think, like, that hot girl summer never happened, plus more mm-hmm. pandemic. So I was like, disagree. And then you read more, Liza. And I looked down, and I totally agree. And I think it's really cool. And I think a challenge I would have – you know in the dating pool right now I'd have to be like Kimmy like you need to even if you feel secure in who you're interested in or your or how you identify like you need to start thinking about how you feel about dating people who are exploring more and like be a little more open-minded there so I'm just like saying that because I think that'd be something where I'd become it would be easy for me to be like a conservative old grandma about it and be like I don't know that's kind of weird but
1: open minds are good okay totally uh, number two is that kink will be even more of a thing. In 2021 there's been a 55% increase in users saying they're kinky and women are super are leading the charge. BDSM mm. mentions in female users profiles have increased
0: 17% interesting. Thoughts. manifest. I think so for my thing I've like increased sexuality in terms I think I'm thinking like vulnerability like around introducing more kink like whatever that is to each individual person but I think like just like opening up more and just having more fun with it like you know I feel like kind of related to like hot girl summer but just having as much like hot sweaty sex as I want and like in whatever way that is like I feel like at this point in my life being like childish and on my own like I I have earned that wildness fuck yeah wherever I want it I love it yeah yes
2: I agree. I mean, life is so short. When you were just talking about, like, having fun, it's so hard. We're so taught not to have fun with anything too sexual or, quote, unquote, like, frivolous, uh, not frivolous, uh, frisky. What am I thinking? I But just, like, not – as women especially, I think there are just a lot of parameters put on us and how we should be sexually. And, like, what is the point? Why waste time? One day,
1: we will be too old to have the same fun, so – yeah, that's true. Yeah, hard agree. Okay, number three, money will matter less. Uh, da, da, da. Hmm. We've seen this drop <laughs> begin to happen with only 14% of users saying money is very important to matched today compared to around 16% of users earlier in the year. That's not a significant difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> people just maybe didn't want to say that money matters to them. Sorry, I'm a
0: yeah, I think money matters to me. I'm not saying like, you know, anybody needs to make a certain level. Like I wouldn't even have to define that number. But money matters to me because I pay rent. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even like I as maybe not like the best giver, but like to give to people in my life. And that requires money. So I think it's not so much like what am I buying or having like a certain like you know status of things but like what I want to experience and that costs money like you know what's important to me now and it's like giving to my friends and loved ones and being able to see my friends and loved ones that aren't in the same state as me so like that so money matters to me and I want to be able to do those things
2: you know how else money matters is having your own money and having your own or yes. like even when you get into a relationship, keeping that when you get married, putting your name on the things like, I don't know, maybe we can flip it that way. Like money always yeah. matters and make sure you're not putting yourself in a position where you're relying on a, a another person, whatever their gender.
0: Right. And I think actually that's my answer. <laughs> like money matters to my money matters to me. Somebody else's money. I mean, like, you know, do, do what you got to do. Like, yeah, but I am not depending on somebody else's.
1: Yeah, I feel like my asterisk to this would be like money. Down, I, I would say like financial responsibility matters. Like, mm. I don't want to be with anyone who isn't financially responsible. I don't need them to be wealthy, although it would certainly not hurt. But I don't like, I feel like the older I've gotten, the more I, I partially because I lived in financial chaos for a lot of years. And unfortunately, and very unfeministly, Jeff had to be the one to be like, "We gotta fucking solve some of this chaos. Like, you can't, you shouldn't live like this. It's not good." Yeah. Um. And now I'm so strung out on financial responsibility. Like, he he got me to that place, like where I was independent. Like, he he was like my my counselor to get financially independent and strong alone on my own. And then we like combined finances in the last year, which is like a whole other thing that is very complicated and I'm certainly happy to do a long episode about at some point because it's a weird part of a relationship um but I do not after someone who was like a chaotic money person for a long time I now value financial responsibility and stability so highly it is the biggest I think key to like not happiness it's not the biggest key to happiness but you know, and it's not even about making a ton of money, but that's what matters to me is someone who like lives within their means, has financial plans, sticks to them, and you know cares about keeping their financial life fairly steady. Yeah, it's like, like leading
2: cause of divorce, right? I mean, yeah, I-, I disagree with this statement. I think it's nice. I think people report what they would like to think, ma- but like yeah. money, matters. money matters, and it does matter. Yeah. You have to be able to do the same things in life. Yeah. Plus, yeah. if someone's stressed about money, it impacts everything. Uh, yeah. Okay. Money matters. Money matters. Money
1: matters. Yep. It, I'm sorry. It's a yep. it's a sorry hard it, truth. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. Number four. There will be more open relationships in 2021. Users seeking non-monogamous non-monogamous relationships increased seven percent, and mentions of non-monogamy and thruple in user profiles have gone up 21 percent. Not
0: manifesting for me. Sorry, it can be
2: <laughs> No, you were supposed <laughs> so to I'm, I'm automatically having a lot of feelings already, about like this not.
0: One. <laughs> so, I I don't like to share in that sense I will confirm that I've seen like a very large number of people on Hindra Bumble here that will say like they're happily partnered and ethically not monogamous in relationship. Um good for them. Happy to see that you are happy. I will not partake. Um I am proudly a selfish person for Yeah. The ones that I'm with in a relationship like that. And yeah, so not for me.
2: Karlyn, what's the gender breakdown? Or are they on the app as a couple? So it's hard to tell. I'm just curious.
0: Well, since I would only, I only see oh, right. the, the men, right. Never but mind. sometimes yeah. they, it will be like a couple picture. And then it'll be like, you know, Justin and Sarah. Like, that'll be like their name. But like all one word, yeah. like Justin and yeah. <laughs> I
2: am. If if anyone is Gen Z, they're like, wow, this grandmother came me here. But I'm like, I I cannot get – I agree it's going to go up. Did any of you watch that weird documentary? I feel like it was on HBO. Um, It was like a documentary about a couple who opened their relationship. But then it turned out in the end, like there was an actress playing the woman. You think it's the real woman, but it really did happen this way. Anyway, I just feel like it's a mess. And there's always one person, and it's not always gendered, so I should take that back. But someone – like, not being as aligned with what's going on than the other person. And we've had people on. And so I, I'm taking, I'm saying these things out loud and taking them back as I say them. I'll put them back in my mouth. But <laughs> I just feel like it's very hard. So just like, we've done some cool episodes on this and I, we should maybe listen to those, like, follow cool people. Well, We'll be better about this in the new year. The I'm last with, the
1: last in person guest I had before COVID, it was like March eighth, <laughs> yeah. Was Annabelle who works for Lilo, yes. and she's amazing, and she's an you know an ethically non monogamous couple, and sh- it certainly works really well for some people. But I'm I'm with you guys. Um, I'm out for non non-monog- for non monogamy. I I really I also just really it's it's less about I I am like pro the idea of non-monogamy mm-hmm. in theory I just for me it's more that like I really love monogamy. I think it's really powerful and to just be so devoted to each other and it's not like easy all the time but it is like so to me it's it's been so rewarding to be like we are like choosing each other every single time in every way like it's very it's very powerful and I I'm so yeah. I'm an, I'm a monogamy batch. <laughs> Me
0: too.
2: I'm so um, jealous. Don't even look at another woman. <laughs> we were we just we just did the fighting episode, so I've I've been more vulnerable about this um, with you guys recently. But we were just friends. That problematic <laughs> Ryan Reynolds movie where he like goes back to his hometown and he's lost a lot of weight. Oh yeah. Anna Ferris is so funny as his girlfriend. It's the premise is it's not for the times, but it was on. And she gets like so jealous when he looks at a gr- like um who the lead, Amy Smart Amy like Smart. The, the girl he had a crush on, and she like, just, I was like that's me. I am her in that moment. There was just, it's just a tiny moment, and it's me. So
1: monogamy, monogamy, bitch for life, for sure. All right, number five. Spoiler: I agree already. Politics <laughs> will be the biggest deal breaker. There's been a nearly 10% increase in political terms and user profiles in 2021, despite it not being not even being an election year. Um, OK, Cupid users are five times less likely to mark a matching question about about politics as irrelevant on how important it is to them compared to questions not having to do with politics. So like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Agree.
0: Yes. It's I, I think it's. I, I can't not care About it, Like, I feel like there was even, like, one date that I went on, like, uh, when I was still still in Chicago, and he, like, quickly said he was, like, he was actually, like, very sweet, but then he offhandedly said, like, you know, oh, well, because men are blamed for everything these days or something, and it was just like, (laughs) okay, or, but, and then there was something else about, like, race and, like, black people, and then there was a point that it's just, like, did you not see my profile or like not read it? Like, just cause like visually you can tell, I mean, you, I, people on the pod can't see it. <laughs> like I am black. Um, so it's, and it's, and I'm not saying that like one political leaning means somebody is raised, but I just, it's, it's, you're not just dating that person, but if it becomes a serious relationship, then you are dating, Or you're not dating their family but like those kinds of interactions come a part of your life so i want to know like where people stand and if we're not say we're not even talking about black lives matters but like a vaccine like do you where do you stand on that and i will see a lot of that on the apps where uh somebody was saying something like oh i don't agree uh with the face diapers and he was also saying he was unjabbed and then i was like what's a face diaper and what's unjabbed and i was like "Uh... (laughs) oh you know what i mean it just didn't it was just crazy i was like it's just it's just not gonna work sir (laughs) like I, i no thank you
1: yeah yeah the vaccination thing has become political i mean it has become political it's been political this whole time and that's like a massive thing about our own health and safety so you have to be uh, political idea. I don't think vaccination should be political. I yeah. think it would be fucking obvious because vaccinated people are not dying of COVID. Yeah. But- I think this <laughs> next
2: round is going to make it really, really hard to – Right. Well, yeah. we'll see if you're brainwashed. No, but I yeah. was thinking as you were speaking, Carlin, because it's not a politics thing anymore. It's a values thing. I mean
0: – Exactly. We you're right. That's what look I at what-
2: Yeah. I, it's insane. It's like, are you – even like – I have gotten in trouble on this podcast before for being like, no, Trump supporters. But like, (laughs) fuck that I ever backed down from that because it's a a values thing. Were we around last January 6th? Like, I'm sorry. Even if you (gasps) are patriotic, care. Anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Values. values Yeah, that's so true. Steve, in his monologue this week, well, I'm not going to, I was going to quote Stephen Colbert, but I'll say, I'll keep us away from actually being a politics podcast. However, I would say, yeah, exactly. It's not, really about politics and i would urge everyone to keep an open mind about things that are not value-based like you know economic policy but even then often whatever but you know what i mean like there is a a, we all have a lot to learn from from other like educated people who disagree with us but there are certain things like vaccination and racism and um anti-democratic principles that are trying to subvert our constitution, that are values. They're not politics. So like, yes. If your friend's like, oh, I actually think that the infrastructure bill could have been, you know, could have done better for our country if it was done in pieces. And yes, fucking listen to them, you know, talk about it, keep an open mind. We're trying to live in a good society together. And like, there are lots of intelligent top places we can disagree. And then there are some fucking things that we just, if you don't, feel strongly about them you're either i yeah, okay it's dark it's dark
2: we, our chances of being a democracy within the next 50 years keep going down so yeah enjoy your sex friends okay
1: <laughs> um <laughs> on, on that note number six safe sex will be hotter than ever uh, i don't know why is that like that since the pandemic there's been a 16 percent decrease in singles who say they are never they never or rarely discuss std status before fooling around
0: which is dope.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, also self-reporting. I don't know. I feel weird about this one. Like, sure, I agree.
0: Yeah, I think I feel like so m- maybe too weird. But like, uh, so Mr. Old Fashioned, like the first time before we uh, <laughs> had sex, like he, <laughs> he didn't have a condom. I was like, we were like doing stuff. I was like, do you have a condom? And he like got up and like look through his bag but like most definitely knew that like he didn't have oh. one and I don't know it was just something like I think about the interaction now and I'm just like what was like as if you're gonna like get past the gates like you know oh oh, oh I'll charm her into this like or like whatever he's yeah.
1: thinking maybe if she thinks that I think I might have a condom <laughs> right, oh, then you know it'll have be- sex with me without a condom <laughs>
0: Right. Or it's like, you know, oh, if, if I come prepare, like, I guess my, my question is like, do, do you guys still have the thought process or did they ever have the thought process of like, oh, if I say yes, it'll be like, as if I came here expecting to have something. And then she'll be like, I guess I will say for me, I do not. I would, I would rather you be safe because otherwise you, you're either going to walk, which at the time was like pandemic, deep in pandemic life and Chicago winter, you're walking your ass to CVS or we're just hanging <laughs> out. Like, yeah, so. I don't have an issue with somebody coming prepared. Maybe like Vax cards will make. It like also, the same thing like FGD put your
2: passport more like. Yeah. I have a photo like, of, like, of it all on of my phone. All your
0: things in there: your vaccination, your STD status, yeah. your condom.
1: Let's get. <laughs> get Let me get a QR code, an Excelsior pass <laughs> yeah. of the last time you've been STD tested that I can scan on my phone, and the government can verify that you're not. Uh, you, you don't have a, whatever. right. Or Honestly,
2: maybe, I'm pro.
0: <laughs> right, Or that's say. like the perfect gift is a monogram pouch for all of that shit to be in there. Like okay, yeah. your health status pouch, Mr. Old Fashioned. <laughs> there you go. Carry it. Ugh. Travel with it. Yes, safe sex is hot.
1: I do feel like it's gotten easier and easier to talk about that stuff. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and more mature and more like, hey, I am who I am. But I also think it's, it's, potentially because of the pandemic become like a little bit more normalized to be like hello I'm vaccinated and I've been tested for STDs and this is like what's happening with my body like what's happening with your body our bodies are going to touch each other's bodies and that's going to have repercussions so like let's discuss you know like there's something that feels a little bit less I used to be like weird and shy about talking about this and I am sure if I was hitting the dating scene right now I'd be like here's the HPV I have what kind of HPV do you have you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I forgot. HPV club. Yeah. Like disclosing that, I wasn't the greatest at that. I mean, I was having safe sex, but like it almost doesn't matter. It's So easy to pass along. Ooh. Okay. Bad girl Kimmy. Um HPV,
1: man. Okay. Get this up. Number 7. Divorced singles will be getting back out there since 200 since 217, <laughs> 2017. <laughs> there's been a nearly 300% increase in user profiles mentioning being recently divorced. I mean, Obviously, like, I'm extremely pro. I also think this could have something to do with the dating app aged people aging into, like, first divorce territory. I now have several friends who are divorced, and that fucking happens. It's not, it's, like, I was going to say it's not a big deal. Of course it's a big deal. It's a huge emotional deal. It's It's, like, the worst version of a breakup. But then you can fucking hit the apps again and i'm uh i'm a very it's a person who figured out what they want
2: and did not want i think it's a green flag as long as it's not like too close or complicated and was brave
1: enough to fucking get out of it It, yeah yeah Yeah. carlin would you how would you feel about dating a divorced person
0: um i think actually i i would have thoughts if they had kids just because that is a whole other thing if they are just purely divorced and like don't have kids i think that would be Fine, because a cute little thing that I've decided to manifest for myself, I had a sight, like, you know, I have my prophetic dreams, but about myself, about this guy. And we had like a lot. Of, I didn't want to say it in the car in front of Lori and Samantha, but we had like a lot of hot sex in the sight dream. Yes. Uh, and then I woke up and couldn't go back to sleep because it was so engaging. Uh, but then when I was on the apps, I saw the guy that, in my dream, like on the app and then like this whole thing. But then I didn't swipe him because it was like 4 a.m. And I thought that was weird. And then he didn't come back. But then he came back the other day and I swiped him I haven't seen anything yet so maybe it won't happen but it doesn't matter because I'm going to manifest it for myself but he is recently divorced or some kind of divorce he has been married before so yes I'm into it it. let the universe know manifest the shit out of that I think a lot of times it shows
1: someone who can talk about their feelings like I feel like a lot of people get married young they can't talk about their feelings and they get divorced and they have to it's like getting thrown in the deep end of the swimming pool like you gotta you gotta learn because you're doing it in court yeah um, okay, number eight, sober dating will become increasingly pop- popular. I approve. I, think I approve. Yes. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I won't be I love participating. To get drunk. <laughs> if I if I yes. was
2: dating right the second, I would be like, no, let's get drinks. But yeah. if if they did not want to get drinks, I would be okay with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, you
2: know, I mean, my I'm vice. trying to drink a little bit
1: less in life and smoke weed a little bit less in life. I'm trying to challenge myself to enjoy things sober that i haven't traditionally enjoyed sober while also knowing that like i don't think i have a problem and i it, it's like a choice to experience something you know from from a place of sobriety and just see what it's like uh and it's been very fun and gratifying and then also that that means when i choose to get drunk or smoke or what be high it's like a little party so uh yeah. i don't know I, yeah, yeah and
2: i do not mean to minimize like I'm so impressed by people who have gotten sober for whatever reason, even to your point, Liza, it was just like I want to be healthier and have a clearer mind all the time because now I have like two glasses of wine and I'm toast for the first three hours of the day. Old age. But I will say um, I also just think people have gotten creative like to the FaceTime note earlier about dates generally. It's not going to be as weird to not go on drinks for a first date, I don't think, as much as I was
0: being a little bit snarky before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. carlin manifest or retire
0: manifest i think that's fine i think that's actually a good point kimmy like for covid dating i think because bars were so weird they were all sober dates in the beginning it was like the facetime it was walks and things like it you know it was it was so sober now i'm thinking about it yeah and it was great and was (laughs) fine (laughs) manifest manifest okay
1: two Two more. We are really hanging out and chatting, but I hope everyone likes it again. I think it's fun.
2: It's because um, we're going to leave you high and dry with an old episode in the yeah. final yes. of year.
1: Sorry. Um, number nine. More singles will be looking for a match to start a family with. At the beginning of 2021, we saw a 100 over 125% increase in users saying they wanted children,
0: and 2022 should be no different. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know that I want to have kids, and that's like such a Complicated conversation, so I don't know that I'm like actively manifesting that. So, if somebody was like dead set, like, and we're saying start a family, like, have kids, right? I right, children, so. right? Yeah. So, if that person was like, I have to have kids, I want it's like the most important thing, I've always wanted this, I would. Maybe proceed with caution and just let them know that I am not there yet. And since I would be the bear of these children, like obviously that that would be necessary to for me to be on the same page as them.
2: Yeah, I feel like I disagree, or I'm very confused by this stat. I thought the like big boomer TV news headline was always like millennials, and I know other people the millennials use okay, keep it, but just like we're not having as many kids. I feel like the state of the world has led a lot of people to be like, do I want to? bring a child and right this minute, Um, at least me, I'm one of those people. Not that I was planning on having a baby. Anyway, um, interesting. I find this interesting and
1: not manifesting it for myself. Certainly not. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not aligned. Um, (laughs) I mean, I just know, and this is not shady because it's nobody I'm like very close to, but I know a couple of couples who are very like, yeah, well, we wanted to, like, accelerate our relationship because we both want kids and blah, 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 blah. I, I just, like, don't mm-hmm. think you should – um. I don't know. It's very tricky. I've never been someone who really deeply strongly wants kids. So I I know that there is a-, a part of this world that I'll never understand. But I think that, like, finding a a person to have a child with and also expecting them to be your romantic partner – a lot of pressure to put on a relationship, and it might be better to, like, I don't know. I was gonna say, try to have a baby on your own or to have, like, a more kind of like, have a baby with a friend who also wants to have a baby. I don't know. Like, there's, I, I feel like there are better ways to make a family, and having a child with a partner who you don't feel deeply connected with might give you what you want, which is a child, but it might not give the child what they want, which is like parents who really want to be in a family together. Um, I, I've just I've seen this up close a couple times now, where it's a couple who's really like, yeah, this is why we got married so fast, and I'm like, it's just there's something about it that makes me feel anxious and worried. <laughs> so, but also, I'm a commitment phobe who will have been with my partner for eight and a half years before we get married, and potentially, and still doesn't know if I want to have kids, and that's is my shit so I don't want to put that other some people lots of people know what they want more than I do
2: and I mean no I think I think on that note like um yeah
1: babies are complicated yeah (laughs) babies are complicated get a dog yeah I love my dog (laughs) As everyone knows, <laughs> even though she shits in the house. Also, so too. proud of um, all the
2: women who I feel like I follow a weird amount of influencers who recently had babies, and I'm just like so in awe of women who are having having babies so hard, yeah.
1: so scary, so impressive,
0: and women who are talking about how hard it is. Yes, just yes. okay, so so appreciate
2: I'll, it. I went on like not a very happy all the time. deep and the after yeah. right
0: dark rabbit hole of like the aftercare. Like, oh my god, I just. Uh, oh, good.
2: it is so insane that we are not taught any of that exactly. nobody knows the like
1: people men don't nobody knows the terrible things secret. that she said i was like oh my
0: god yeah. how do you do it yeah. yeah
1: and like just what happens to your vagina your even outside even outside of like of course all of the like really tough stuff around um um oh my god post postpartum, <laughs> postpartum. thank yeah. you i couldn't find the word like, there's, there's so much scary stuff. But I also just don't know what physically ha- – it's just so sh- yep. shaded in secrecy. I'm glad that there are moms on the internet being like, hey, I'll yeah. tell you what this is like. And like, I don't know, know if mom. I've
2: said – I may have said this to each of you in life, but I don't know if I've said it on this podcast and it's a little dark. I just have this feeling I will be the person who, when the baby comes out, it will freak if I have one. It would freak me out. Like, who is this stranger?
1: Because mm. it's like yeah, – what who are you and now why do i have I to live with you for 18 years yeah <laughs> sorry it scares me and i'm never <laughs> not gonna think about you all the fucking time until that's i die that's also scary i know my brain is too selfish okay um, last one
2: and then let's do a quick reddit yeah. ship i know i'm keeping you keeping i think we us. have to end on a higher note though okay. i'm aligned it's a, it's, it's a gift giving one so okay cool um
1: i think Number that, the last
2: one's pretty easy
1: <laughs> finally 2022 will kick off with a huge boost for dating boost booster shots that's what
0: (laughs) boost your dating with your booster shots, and And be a big wave of cases so stay safe out there i don't agree
1: (laughs) what if i was just like yeah disagree no (laughs) dating
0: don't date Um, as a dating
1: podcast that's awesome i want to manifest that for you carlin thank you you no
2: i I just think it will look like march probably safely i know i'm sorry to be the the bearer of bad news that's why i said disagree i'm just like the first Sunday of January? No, sorry, it says. The I know first it was Sunday very specific. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> just so everybody knows, the first Sunday of January is going to be a hot time. Um, yes, it's certainly for myself. Like I, th- I think when I think about like you know positive intentions and things like around my friends, like the other day I was like, why don't I manifest something for myself? Like along the lines of like being the casting director, it being mm. like because I feel like I've been having. Not, like, difficulties, but, like, I question, like, am I having fun? Like, isn't this working? Because it, it's, it doesn't, I guess the pool is different than, like, what I expected, which is totally fine. And I've been thinking, like, oh, maybe do I just need to take a break? And maybe that's what I'll, like, you know, do for the rest of the year or even into the new year. But I think, like, if I do do that, coming back from a place of, like really like only doing it if i'm having a good time like the last time i was on the pod when we were talking about this and it's just i'm, I'm not in this to have like a bad time so yeah mm-hmm. does that make sense that was not i'm it. not
1: here for a bad time for a bad time good
0: times i've been
1: thinking about it a lot fuck yeah i'm here for Manifest. like a
0: lot of good and hot sex
1: yeah. yeah, let's all every listener of this podcast. Can we all manifest that for Carlin? Carlin oh manifested something very, very powerful for me this week in mm-hmm. a like way that she was like the manifester in chief. So I would like everybody to manifest lots of like hot steamy sex for Carlin in 2022 dating if she wants it and good times.
0: Thanks.
2: I'm right. All right. All right. And just to wrap it up, a fun Reddit ship that. Is very pertinent to today's gift guide. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been going out. I'm not going to read the headline because I just want to just read it. My boyfriend and I have been going out for eight months. About a month ago, we were discussing Christmas gifts. And a few weeks ago, he asked me if I wanted to at least know what the first gift was. I smugly replied saying, sure. And he said, but don't look at the price. I saw it anyway since it was basically in my face. He got me a sword from a certain anime. He told me he wanted to get me something that wasn't already on my wish list, but something that I would love. I told him I liked it, which I wasn't lying about. I asked him excitedly if this meant I could cosplay at a convention with it, and he said no because it was carbon steel and it would be considered an actual weapon. After that, I just kind of thought that its only purpose was to sit in my room. Anyways, it arrived at his house, and he FaceTimed me with it in his hands, playing with it. I didn't really see it because I was still sleepy, so when he was fully awake, he sent me a video with it. He said half-jokingly, if it, I asked half-jokingly if it was my gift or his. He says, our gift, smiley face. I, I kind of brushed it off until later when he posted it to his story with a caption related to anime. And I replied saying, I haven't even seen it in real life and you're already displaying it for everyone to see, lol. He says, yes, and I leave him on scene, Red. Uh, he asked me why I didn't respond and I straight up tell him it feels like he bought the sword for him rather than for me. I'm not saying that I would rather he not show it. I just found it weird for him to post my supposed gift on his story for all of his followers and friends to see. Well, I haven't even gotten a chance to see it with my own eyes. Even now, I feel bad for not really thinking the sword was a great purchase. For another thing, it was expensive. I'm not as materialistic as he is, so it's easy enough to get me something way less than the sword was. Additionally, if he wanted to get me a display piece, there's a lot here I might jump through. An anime figure or something of the sort would take less space on my desk than a big-ass sword that I'd likely have to mount against my wall. Uh, I just don't know how to tell him. I don't regularly collect swords, and it's not practical for me now. I'm so sorry. I I feel bad because it's the thought that counts, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like he was thinking at all. I'm a known hoarder, and it'll just sit on top of the many things I have laying in my room. TLDR, my boyfriend bought me an expensive steel anime sword but he's posted about it on socials and it doesn't feel like a gift for me how do i tell him i don't like it even though i appreciate
1: it i mean this is so <laughs> such some 18 year old this is like you know when you're or when your sibling buys like a video game this happened to me that way like my sibling would buy something i was like for me for christmas and i'd be like this is for you yeah, you know <laughs> yeah this is some fucking these these people are 18 yeah. sweet baby angels yeah sweet
2: baby <laughs> angels he definitely bought it for himself and i'm sorry you have a sword
1: in your office now. <laughs> all right um don't buy swords that's a good end for this year for this gift guide for this holidaying don't buy for, swords don't be there for a bad time don't buy swords review rate
2: subscribe if you like it would mean the world uh we love you so much we're so grateful for you carlin we
1: love you so much we're so grateful for you love you and we will see you guys in 2022 ah.
2: go on a date oh yeah. all right oh go, go on a date
1: <laughs> <laughs>